0: Thanks for checking in on this podcast. You are about to hear an inspirational teaching from Karis Ministries. If God has used this ministry to bless you in any way, please take a moment and write to us at amen at We are always inspired and blessed to hear how God is blessing people all over the world through what he is doing here at Karis. Also, if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can do so online at charis.org so we can continue making podcasts such as this available free of charge. Father, thank you for the entrance of your word gives light and brings understanding to the simple. Let your word come to us in such a fresh way to change situations and conditions in our lives. We thank you that his sicknesses are being healed. We thank you that demons are leaving people. We thank you that conditions are being changed. We thank you that situations are being turned around by the power of the Holy Ghost. Lord, Spirit of God, Reveal yourself to us Amen. in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. He, who made me well, <coughs> told me, pick up your mat, pick up your bed and walk." This man had been, Bible calls it, invalid. for so many years to the extent that he couldn't even move himself to help himself when the angel comes to stir the water by the time he was ready to step in, someone had already taken the opportunity and gone and he stayed in one situation for so long until he met a man now when Lazarus died in John chapter 4 Message when he was sick, a message was sent to Jesus that Lazarus, your friend, is sick. sick. Mm. And Bible said Jesus tarried, stayed where he was for two more days. After two days, he told his disciples, "Let's go to where Lazarus Beth, Bethany for." Lazarus is sleeping. I'm going to wake him. The disciples said, when people sleep, they don't need someone to wake them. You don't have to travel from London to Birmingham or from London to Scotland to go and wake someone up who is sleeping. So the disciples said that, I don't think it's worth traveling. In the first place, you are are a wanted man. They want to kill you. Are you going back there? The guys want to kill you over there. So you don't have to risk to go. And then he tells them, I'm going to wake him up why do you have to risk your life to go and wake someone who is sleeping? <laughs> and he said, okay, he's dead for your information. He's dead and I'm going to get him back to life. And then when he got there, the Bible says that when Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she she rose up and ran towards where Jesus was coming from. So, went on the, on, the, on the road and went and met Jesus, by the way. And when she met Jesus, she said, Master, if you have been here, my brother wouldn't have died. And Jesus said, don't worry, he will rise up. Amen. And then she said, she, Martha was a good student. She was a good, normal student. She said, I know what you're saying. In the last day at the resurrection, he will come back. Jesus said, I am the resurrection. Yeah. She she didn't know she she didn't have revelation. She had the letter, she had the information, but the revelation that brings the results, she didn't have it. So she went into theology and said that, yes, resurrection is coming, everybody will resurrect. I mean, people will resurrect, so that's fine, that's fine. And guess what? The very person who ran to go and meet him, when Jesus got there, oh, I think we should go there. This is not part of my text, but someone is being blessed. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Let's go to uh, John chapter 11. Yes. The word is still not leaving me from uh, John chapter 5, verse, verse 11. Yes. We said, the, one, the man answered and said, He that made me well said to me, Pick up your bed, pick up your man, walk. Obedience to the end. He that made me well He that made me well said to me Let's all say that together. He that made me well said to me Say it again. He that made me well said to me He didn't just, this didn't do anything exceptional. When you read the text He told the man, do you want to be healed? Then the man said I don't have any He See, most of the time we get distracted with what we know. Revelation is the most expensive and most valuable thing you can have in your life. Say revelation. revelation. Your revelation is what would, what would determine the kind of manifestations you enjoy. Your revelation. Your revelation is what determines your speed in life. Most of the time I mention um, Bishop Oyedepo. The man has revelation and most of, virtually everything about his life is revelation based. His results is based on revelation. Your insight... Will determine your download. <laughs> revelation. He said, Jesus told the man... That, will you be well? Do you want to be well? He said, yeah, I've been here. But when the angels thirst the water... I don't have any... I have no man to, to put me... In. He's, he's talking about the normal systems... Everyone uses. But when you have an encounter with Jesus... Expect the abnormals a different system. I see someone, God is about to bless you outside the system. Ah. I said, God is about to tell someone's story outside the system. Outside the system. Outside the system. In the name of Jesus. God is about to heal you supernaturally. Outside the normal medications people take. God is about to heal you. God is about to guarantee your, the, the health of your marriage outside the system. Outside the system. You, you may not have to go and consult some specialist and sit down. and It's good. Those things are good. Those is, it's, it's, it's not everyone who is making it in life who has a master's degree. It's good to have it. As the normal system, but if you are going to if you are going to abandon it, abandon the pursuit of that, then make sure you have a revelation. Mm. Other than that, you'll be a casualty in life. Yes. Hello, when yes. was going to ministry full time, he was advised you have to prepare and think about it. Mm. But because he has got a revelation, he could say that I don't need these things. Mm. It's real. It's your revelation that defines your rating it's not your your sports your dressing it's not your dressing it's not what you have now because what you possess now is subject to change how long can you keep a car <laughs> alright let's go to Luke John chapter 11 God is changing someone's status I said God is changing someone's status now a certain man was sick Lazarus of Bethany the town of Mary and her sister Martha it was that Mary who anointed the Lord with fragrant oil and wiped his feet with her hair whose brother Lazarus was sick therefore the sisters sent to him saying Lord behold he whom you love is sick. When Jesus said that, he said, this sickness is not unto death, but but for the glory of God, that the Son of Man may be glorified. Now, Jesus loved Martha, her sister, her sister, and Lazarus. So when he heard that he was sick, he stayed two more days. Now, can you imagine the, the, the statement there? He so said, Jesus loved them, so when they were sick, he stayed longer. <laughs> can you imagine? It's very... Like, ironic. It, how can you say you laugh? No matter way you laugh, so as soon as you hear anything, you stop everything and you are there. But it's interesting. All right. God doesn't work within the normal systems. That is why, that's why if you want to work with God, you have to know how to connect yourself to him by revelation. Verse five. Now, Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus so... <laughs> because of that, when he heard that he was sick, he stayed two more days in the place where he was. Then, after, after this, he said to his disciples, Let us go to Judea again. Then the disciples said to him, Rabbi, the Jews sought to stone you. And are you going there again? Jesus answered, Are there not 12 hours in a day? If anyone walks in the day, he, he does not stumble. But he, he sees the light of this world. But if anyone walks in the night, he stumbles because the light is not in him. This is interesting. That tells you when you are walking by revelation and based on your purpose, you just cannot be a victim in life. That's what Jesus said. The guys want to kill you. Are you going there? No, she said, Jesus was trying to tell them that I operate under divine instructions. I operate with purpose. I'm walking with purpose. So now, before then, Jesus went to say something when he said that I am. All right, when he said, I am, uh, I and the father, I one and all. The Bible said, they pick up stones. They wanted to stone him, and he walked in their midst. We just, we just then, he walked away. They were there, he walked away. And so, he, death was never a threat to Jesus. He said, I can lay my life down and take it back myself. So, when they told him that, are you going back? He was talking about light. There are twelve hours there are twelve hours where you can walk by the daylight that's what you're trying to say now uh, uh, verse nine again are there not twelve hours in a day if anyone walks in the day he does not stumble so people stumble because of lack of light people I like what Bishop said what papa said he said um it is not Life is not based on lack. It's not your luck. Luck. Okay. It's your light that shows how far you can go. It's your light. The light, the intensity of the light you have. (laughs) Hallelujah. I see someone receiving new light. I see someone receiving new light and new In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And Papa said, that's the original I was going to say. Papa said, Right work does not burn people out. You don't get burnt out doing the right work. Oh, you burn out, you burn out. It's because of the wrong work. You don't burn out doing the right work. It's wrong work that burns people out. Hard work cannot kill you. Especially if you are working hard on the right work. If you work hard on the wrong work, you will break down somewhere along the line. And you work too much. My one of the illustrations I normally give is a nursing mother who had just given birth to a baby. Sometimes at sex, maybe twins or by C session. And it's one week, the the, the children are one week old, or the baby is one week old. She'll be able to wake up okay, feed the baby. Sometimes they live by themselves in the United Kingdom and they'll be okay. It's hard, but it doesn't break them down. The reason why people get become vulnerable and victim in life is because they find themselves in the wrong places. Talking to the wrong people, doing the wrong thing. Check. Satan can only have advantage over you when you are the wrong place. With the wrong people listening to the wrong things. It doesn't matter how tough you think you are. If you expose yourself to wrong environment, you are going down. It doesn't matter how weak you are. If you keep yourself in the right environment, you can't go down. Oh, someone didn't get what I mean. They are tough, tough, strong commandos who are dying in certain places. And they are weak, 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 weak guys. Boys and girls working in town on the streets of London protected. <laughs> so it's not your strength, it's where you are. They are strong guys. Strong, powerful, intelligent guys who found themselves maybe in the wrong flight. It's their location. That's right. Not their physical ability. Jesus said there are uh, 12 hours in a day. I, don't, don't be talking about me being a victim. I am in the place of God. Tell someone I'm in the place of God. I'm in the place of God. Say I'm in the place of God. I'm in the place of God. Place of God. Hallelujah. Amen. All right, let me finish the text I'm reading. So Jesus said, um, <laughs> verse 11, I like this. I like, when I'm reading the Bible, these are the things I like. John eleven eleven. And those are the things that move my heart the 11-11 7-7, 5-5 2-2, 11 11 7 7 5, 5 2, 2, one, 1. I like, like John 1-1, Genesis 1-1 I like those ones, it's easy to remember so okay, so John eleven, eleven says <laughs> John eleven, eleven says that these these things he said and after, after that he said to them our friend Lazarus sleeps but I go that I may wake him up alright then they said ah the disciples said, Lord, if he sleeps, he will get, he will get well. Mm. However, Jesus spoke of his death, but they, but they thought that he spoke, he was speaking about taking a, about taking a rest in a sleep. Right. Now, when you're going to walk with God, mm. all of us read the Bible, but not all of us hear what God is saying. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Because the same language. The same terminologies, but a d- different decoding. It takes a revelation. Say revelation. revelation. That's why I'm going this evening. Revelation. Jesus said one thing and they were missing him. Said one thing and they were missing him. Say revelation. Revelation. So, um, then Jesus said, to, <laughs> Jesus said to them plainly, say plainly. He said to them plainly, "Lazarus is dead, and I'm, I'm glad for your sakes that I was not there, that you may believe. Nevertheless, let's go to him. Let's go to him." So it goes on, it goes on, it goes, on it goes on. Then, now, Matt, verse twenty. Now, Martha, as soon as he heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him. But Mary was still sitting in the house. Now, Ma- Martha said to Jesus, "Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that whatever you ask God, He will give you." What did she mean by that? All right, then Jesus said to her, "Your brother will arise again." Martha said, "I know that he will, he, he will rise again at the resurre- uh, 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 in the resurrection at the last day she, post- she she was talking the normal terms, the normal language, normal human language, normal human behavior, but the people of faith operate differently. You could tell from the answer, Jesus said the man is sleeping. He heard he was sick. He stayed longer. Yet he loved them. How can you marry the two together? But Jesus was not operating from the realm of man. He wasn't operating from where ordinary human beings operate. He was operating from the realm of revelation and what God had in stock. I see God has some amazing things in store for somebody here. I said, I see God has some amazing things in store for you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. All right. So, um, where am I now? Verse 20. I read verse 20 and it said, all right, um, all right. Verse 24. Martha said, I know that he will, he will rise again. Verse 25. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. The resurrection you are talking about one day, if one future come. I'm here. I am here. Say, I'm here. Say I'm here. God is here to change someone's story. Yeah. Don't wait for next year. Next year is too far. Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1, now faith is. Faith deals with the now. It didn't say faith was or faith will be. Faith is. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. So, what Martha was talking about in tomorrow, in the last day. Can you, did you hear what she said? I know he will resurrect, he will rise in the last day. Jesus said, I am already here. <laughs> I, ca- I want to prophesy on someone that those be- what people call the last days are rather here for you. Yeah. What people have postponed to some days ahead, God has brought it forward for you yeah. in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Lift up your right hand and say, I believe believe these are the days days of destiny. destiny. My days of destiny are not tomorrow. They are here now because of the power of the Holy Ghost. Ghost. I believe 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 they are here here now. now. Days of destiny destiny are here. Once you are in God's timing and God's programming, you are going to experience it. Amen. Hallelujah. there there are certain people in our midst there's one particular person but next year God will will use you to do some strange miracles it's starting now see in our lifetime we will see we will hear a testimony here someone prayed for the dead to be resurrected Jesus Christ is the same yesterday today and forever he raised the dead he did after he resurrected and also when Peter did it Peter raised Dorcas back to life, right? Acts, I think Acts chapter 9. Paul also, Acts chapter, um, um, I think 17, he was preaching long, long preaching. But it's, not, it's the common characteristic of people with revelation, they preach long. <laughs> 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 um, Alright, let's move at verse 38. Then Jesus, then Jesus, again groaning himself, came to the tomb. It was a, a cave, and a stone lay against it. Jesus said, take away the stone. Jesus said what? Take away the stone. Jesus said what? Take away the stone. Do you see that? Take away the stone. Something is blocking your miracle. Remove it. There are some wrong information in... B- 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 Reverend is too says something. Yes, sometimes people are sitting in church with all kinds of polluted mindset because of things they have heard. So it's a stone, it blocks the flow of revelation into their super spirits. Jesus said, take away the stone. But my problem is not the stone. Martha. Martha. Say Martha. Martha. Jesus said, Martha too said. It's your Bible. Look at it. Put it on the screen. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of him who was dead. The, the sister rather of him who was dead, said to him, Lord, by this time my brother stinks. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. Behold, he stinketh. <laughs> Behold, he stinketh. Uh-huh. And Lord, by this time, there is a stench, for he has been dead for four days. He stinketh. So when the man came from the grave, do you know what? He stinketh. But he was no more a dead man. Yeah. He stinketh. Like the messenger. You remember justification by faith? Some of us, you are here. You stinketh. <laughs> You're listening to me. You know you stinketh. Yes, you are born again. <laughs> All right. But it says that, Lord, it's four days. So it's. The Martha. 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 Martha, the theologian. Martha, Martha, the one who understood the way things work. He, she was the one, when Jesus was teaching, when Jesus visited their home and was teaching, he, she was busy preparing food at the kitchen, in the kitchen, serving everybody. So, but Mary loved the world so much, so she came and sat in, in front of Jesus and left domestic things unattended to. Martha came to Jesus. Jesus, let, Martha, let Mary come and help in the kitchen. Jesus said, no, Martha, there are so many things that bother you. There are good things. But Mary has, taken some, he has chosen the right thing, and it cannot be taken away from her. He didn't say what Martha was doing was wrong. But he said, I can't take what Mary. In the grand scope of things, what Mary was hooking on to, he was connecting. she was connecting herself to the Word. The Word. The Word. The Word. And Martha was so busy. because At least he knew everything. He was cool. So when Jesus was about to do a miracle, Martha said, don't, don't. He's been there for too long. He's thinking. But the reason why I brought us to this text is because it's what Jesus said in verse 40. Let's look at verse 40. Jesus said to her, did I not say to you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? Who defines or who determines who sees the glory of God? You do. If you want to see the glory of God, you have to determine. So Jesus said, if, Jesus said, did I not say to you, that if you would believe, you see the glory of God. This faith seminar, after this faith seminar, I see someone's faith coming up. Amen. And because of that, I see someone is about to see the glory of God in your finances, the glory of God in your ministry, the glory of God in your family, the glory of God in your marriage, the glory of God in your health, the glory of God in your studies, the glory of God in your career, the glory of God in your profession, the glory of God in your house. Someone is about Jesus said, Did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? Tell someone, I believe. I believe it says, Did God say? Jesus said, Did I not tell you? Someone get it, get it, get it. Did God really say? The devil said, Has God really said? Sometimes us said, Did God really say? Jesus said, did I not tell you? The devil said, did he say? Jesus said, I told you. So who is the common father here? You. The you. <laughs> Jesus will tell you. The devil will also try and tell you what Jesus has not said. Or what he's telling you something else. To try and question your belief. So you become the battleground. So in life there are so many youths. And not all the youths get to where Jesus sees the glory of God. Some youths see the manifestation of Satan. Because we are, you, you, you definitely are going forward. You are moving forward. But which direction you are going, it, it is defined by what you believe. Did I not tell you that if you believe, you see the glory of God? Did God say, Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders Hebrew chapter eleven verse two. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Verse three talks about by by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. The word the world was framed by the word of God. The world was framed by the word of God, so when a word comes to you, God is trying to frame something in your life <laughs> God is trying to frame something put something in shape, as I told you yesterday, how does God make things he makes things by saying so Jesus said, did I not tell you did I not tell you, because I went, see, when I tell you, now you, ha- you have to believe, so that you can see Did I not tell you, Brother Felix, that if you believe, you will see the kingdom, the glory of God? Mm -hmm. Did I not tell you? So, God makes by speaking. Let's all say that together. God God makes by speaking. Say it again. God makes by speaking. Please, let's take this very serious because sometimes we've heard these things over and over again. So, it becomes so normal to us and we, we don't realize what we are missing. God makes, Bible said and God, said, and God said, and God said, and God said, and God saw what he had made. What had he made? What he was saying. So, whilst he's saying, he's making. Whilst he's saying, he's making. Whilst he's saying, we we've making. Whilst he's saying, we making. How do you know what God is saying? How do you get what God is saying? That's why we are here tonight. Whilst he's saying, he's making. Now, in the first place, before you go, how remember, there are a few things I want you to notice about how powerful what God says. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. It said, the word of God... Is sharp powerful. Hebrews chapter four. The, so, the, let, let's let's read it out loud from the screen. Let's read it from uh, the, just the first statement. Let's go. And one more time. I believe some of us we, we, we can join the reading. Let's all read it together louder. So what is living? What is powerful? The word, of, so the word of God is living. It's not some, something written. There's just like ink. It's not just ink. It's, it's not ink. It's just been captured on paper. But as soon as you get to it, it's, it doesn't, it's not paper and ink. It's living. It's living. It's living. It's living. It's living. It's, it, the word of God is living. Jesus said, the words that I speak to you, John chapter 6, verse 63, the words that I speak to you, they are life and spirit. Or their spirit and life, all right. So the God's word is living. The word of God is living, and not just living; it is powerful. It's powerful. It's powerful. There is nothing that needs to be done on earth which just a word from God can't take care of it. Oh, the text we just read: Jesus, Jesus stood at the tomb of Lazarus. With a word. Just a word. Say just a word. just a word. Just a word. I think I was reading my Bible yesterday. When I was reading my Bible, I, came, I stumbled across a text. I want to commit it to, to memory. But he said the disciples were surprised. They said, What, what man of man is it that the storm and the wind obey? By his word, he commands the storms and the wind. Just by a word. A word. He speaks a word and the, the, the storms obey. Because it's, it's that word that made the storms. Or oh, that made everything. The, the constituent, constituent component element, the constituent of the storm when we came into existence by a word. So that word can change everything. Yeah. The word can send it forward. The word can reverse it. The word can lift it up, bring it up. The word said the word. Yeah. Remember yesterday, Hebrews chapter 1, verse three, verse 3 said he sustains all things by the word of his power. Can you imagine that? He sustained, put Hebrews 1.3 Hebrews 1.3 He sustains all things by the word of his power hmm. upholding all things I think the King James used the word sustain upholding all things by the word everything is upheld it keeps it going it keeps it intact by the word of his power not by human hands by the word of his power the word of God is, does that make sense when he says that for the word of God is living and powerful. So, please stop just hearing preaching. Get God's word. When we come to church, it's not sermon we come to listen to. We are coming for that says the Lord. Amen. So when the devil appeared to Jesus, Jesus said, it is, these are other ways to discover what is uh, the, the, uh, uh, God's word. He said, um, it's either called God's word or um, God said that says the Lord it is written, usually it means the same thing the devil showed up Jesus said it is written the devil showed up, Jesus said it is written the devil showed up, Jesus said it is written the, said, is written. And the Bible said, and Satan leave your him alone <laughs> because the word of God is powerful do you understand why does that make sense why the, the major battle in your Christian life is the battle to study the word it's not better to pray. You know, we know a lot of, a lot of people pray. More people pray, than more people study the word of God. Because anybody at all can pray. Even Muslims pray. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you didn't get it. Anybody at all. When we come to church, please, can sometimes come and pray? Don't come on. Can, I mean, anybody at all. Prayer, prayer, to put it this way, is a way of expressing desire. So when anybody's in trouble, God, please, please, I know I shouldn't have stolen this money from the company, but God, don't let me go to prison. Yeah, don't, don't people pray like that? People who have done wrong things, pray, God, I know I shouldn't. Have. We pray. Someone is praying, when you finish, you go and continue. So it's easy to pray. So the devil actually doesn't like you praying. As, see, he, can, he doesn't mind you praying as long as you don't have the word. Pray more. Hey, hey. Come. Hey, hey. Hello. Hey, hey, hey. Pray. Say pray. Pray more. Hey. That's why I remember during the, this, when we started this 92 days, God spoke to me and he said that bury your head in the word. That is what gives your prayer validity. Your word, the word content of your prayer is what gives the prayer the potency. Yeah. Bible says that God, Acts chapter 14, 3, God Working with them, giving witness to the word which they preached. He gave witness. So, the Bible says in Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 12, he said, I watch over my word to perform it. Jeremiah 1 12, he said, I hasten. He says that you you have seen well, for I am ready to perform my word. King James said, I hasten to perform it. So, all all he's looking for is his word not your problem not your troubles it's okay Jesus when he got to the tomb he said Did didn't I tell you he had to give her a word before he got to the tomb for, her, for him to be able to do what he was going to do and when he got there the woman was still bringing all kinds of real, natural mundane limited realities those realities are not complete they are not comprehensive it's only God's word which is comprehensive Jesus said your word is true Sanctify them by your word, John chapter, chapter, chapter 17. Sanctify them by your I think verse 17. Sanctify them by your word, for your word, your word is true. So the word of God is the only comprehensive stuff you can you can think of. Sanctify by them by your the word. Your word, let's say your word is true. Your word is true. Say your, your word is truth. Word is true. So the word is the only authentic, authentic source or thing you can never think of is comprehensively authentic in every aspect of it mm. so if God wants to help you he'll give you a word yes. he'll give you a, and what do you do with the word you have received You believe it now, so then, whether God can help you or not, that is not dependent on his power but it's dependent on your condition of your the state of your heart, whether you believe it or not do you understand why he said that the just shall live by faith then because he said the just shall live by the power of God. So, that the devil will do anything possible, that even in an environment like this, when the word is being taught, to make sure you'll be sleeping. Or you'll be looking at some, your nails, looking at email. I mean, I find it very, very critical for someone in an atmosphere like this, God's word is being taught, and you are reading your email, or you are on Facebook, checking Facebook messages. Just check message. See who will tell you something else apart from God's word. The devil is a liar. There's a man. He died because when Paul was preaching, he was sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't die because of the preaching, but he died because when he, he, he slept so much, he fell down and died. Angels couldn't help him because the angel, Bible says that they do the biddings of God's word. <laughs> So as soon as you move yourself away from the word, you disengage the angels. <laughs> Is anyone sleeping over here? Yesterday I was going to say this text, but I didn't get it. I didn't say it. Luke seven seven. You no, know, I told you I like those kind of scriptures. Right now I've quoted two already. John John 11. 11. John seventeen seventeen. Now Luke. 7, 7. Luke 7, 7 is about the centurion who went to Jesus to heal his son or servant. And then Jesus said, okay, I'm going to come home. Therefore, the man told Jesus, I do not think of myself worthy, that you, uh, worthy to come to you. So, but, but say the word and my servant shall be healed. The same thing, you see, that's what I was trying to get to yesterday. It's interesting. The same text is in Matthew 8:8. Isn't it interesting? Look at Matthew 8:8. The same text. Matthew 8, 8, I like the way Matthew 8, 8, it. He said, the centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only speak the word. Only speak the word. Only speak the word. The word is enough because your word is truth. The word is enough because your word is living. The word is enough because your word is powerful. Only speak the word. Only speak the word. Only speak the word. Only speak the word. And my servant shall be made whole. For information, another, one, another nice one. There are so many of them in the Bible. Uh, 2, 2, 3, 3, 4, 4. You know what I'm talking about. 5, 5, six, 6, 10, 10, 11, 11, 12, 12, and stuff like that. But in Matthew 4, 4, he says, man must not live by bread alone by every word of the mouth." Matthew 4, 4. The same thing is in Luke 4, 4. It's interesting, isn't it? Matthew 4, 4, Luke 4, 4. They say the same thing. So, now, this centurion said, you don't need to come to my house. Your word is enough. That is demonstration of faith. I told you yesterday that faith is acting or moving based on God's word or what God has said. That's faith. And so, but why should you move, act or move based on what God has said? Because the word is powerful. Do you understand that? The word is living. And that's how God works. God works through his word. God works through his word. When when God is at work, don't try and look for signs, things. Just look for, bend your ears. Find out what he's saying is working. Find out. We have actually experienced it in this church so many times, where several people said, pastor declared, and I I connected myself, and it happened. God works by word. He works by his word. He works by his word. Yesterday we saw in Acts chapter fourteen, verse eight, nine, and ten that Paul was teaching in Lystra, and there's this man in Lystra who has never has been without strength in his legs from the, from his mother's womb. He has never walked. And what happened was that verse nine, verse nine says that and this man heard Paul speaking. Paul observing him intently, seeing that he had faith to be healed. What happened in verse ten? See eight. Watch this. This is a very interesting one. Said with a loud voice, Stand up on your feet. Okay? Stand start up straight on your feet. And he lived and walked. He acted on the word. The preacher who was preaching the gospel, when he saw faith was in place, gave a word and he connected, and it was so. I see someone getting married. I see someone getting a job. I see someone receiving a miracle right now. I see someone receiving a healing right now. I see someone receiving a major miracle, a major testimony right now. In the name of Jesus, so shall it be. So shall it be. Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit. Say the Lord, receive it now. Receive it now. Receive it now. Receive it now! When the word is spoken, things begin to move. God is making. God is. That's how God makes. That's how God works. He works by His word. So when the word is delivered, God starts to work. When He stops the word, He stops. In your life, He only will work when He finds His word. Because I told you yesterday, in John chapter one verse one, that there's no way you can separate God from His word. In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. Okay? The word was God. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, there are these guys, they are professionals. Some serious professionals. They've been doing the work from their youth. I believe it's a family business. Now, now When you are dealing with people who are doing a family business and you are going to advise them, you have to be careful. Especially if you are not a master on that subject. And these particular guys I'm talking about are fishermen. Because they've been working with their father. Yes. Jonah and Sons Fishing Company. <laughs> Jonah and Sons. Simon, Ba Jonah. And... One day, they know when to catch fish. Yeah. Yeah, they know when to do business. <laughs> oh yes. yes. because badly, some people, daytime. afternoon, they are watching television. watching television. remote in their hand, tea on the side <laughs> and biscuits. And animal and then they are watching um, sports, um, tennis, sky, different things, and then discovery, hey this lion can catch animals. Wow. Wow. Hey this lion hey. If I were if I if I were an antelope, if I were an antelope, I w- Daytime. Daytime Daytime, no wonder you keep stumbling. Because you are walking in, in darkness without revelation. <laughs> what Abio said it was a blessing and I, I never thought about it like that but I, I don't think I'll ever forget it. He said if you watch television for one hour you have allowed someone programmer to program the way you'll be thinking for that hour. Someone who doesn't know you is sitting on his program. So when they are putting the movie together, it's not everything they will show you. Sometimes they will show you someone watching something. Maybe they won't show too much. So all that, all that, they've shown, they are determining what you can think and see. For one hour. And you give them your brain for one hour. So those of you who have been watching for a lot of time, you can imagine. (laughs) And when you come, you're hearing a message on faith. You say, oh God, I saw on the, Someone is being blessed. Amen. I said, someone is being blessed. Amen. This professional fishermen, they went to do business at the most suitable time. Jonah and Associates and sons. They they went to do business and they told and told all night, which was the best time for them to catch, to have the best catch all night. And guess what? They didn't have. They didn't catch anything then in the morning there comes the master rabbi rabbi or master of what it should be the bible or religious rabbi rabbi what do you know about and at least when you talk about profession you are carpenter Mm. carpentry and fishing are two completely different stuff the only thing is the carpenter may make the boat (laughs) so you are a boat maker but you don't know you can't tell us where we should catch the fish Carpenter comes, first of all, he was preaching, and the people were pressing on him to hear God's word. (laughs) And then he realized that he needed some puppets, but he didn't have a puppet. He said he was called, but he didn't have a puppet. So he decided the guys who have been toiling and didn't have anything to catch, he said, Can I have your boots to preach? Because that boat couldn't get you anything last night. Just let me have it because that, that money in the account is not able to pay there. You might as well give it to Good. God. <laughs> yeah, i tell you. Someone said if what is in your hand is not enough to, make, to be your harvest, then make it a seed. That's right. One of our members will share a testimony very soon. She believes in sewing. Recently, she bought a house without a penny. Where? UK. We are talking about a house that is expensive. A house, I mean. House. Not the maybe 20,000 pounds house or even that you can't get it. Not anymore. It doesn't exist. 150, 200, 300. Not those kind of houses. A proper house. Proper house without he said, Pastor. When you used to say that, I, could, I, could, I couldn't imagine that this thing can happen to me, and I've been connecting my faith, Pastor. Now we've signed it, they've bought a house without any money. I see your own coming. I said, I see your own coming. I see your own coming. I see your own coming, your own coming. in the mighty name of Jesus. So shall it be. Sorry, yes. They said, Lord, my boat is supposed to be for you can't even open your house for K group. You can't open your house for cell meeting because you are looking for a tenant. To come and occupy the third bedroom, that small one. So can and no one is coming. But when they come, they way the condition of the place, they are not taking it. Open your house and see what God will do. So the guys opened their house for K-group and Jesus used their their, their boats for K-group. Now when he finished, I'm I'm reading from Luke chapter 5, okay? When he finished, (laughs) when he finished, he told them that now, launch into the deep and cast your net. Excuse me. This morning, this hour, we've We've finished our job already. We have closed. The business hours have ended. Mm. Jesus said, launch into the deep and cast your net. Launch into the, Jesus said to them, launch out into the deep and let down, let down your nets for a catch. <laughs> for a catch? catch. Carpenter. Specific. But listen, look, watch this. What, what did they say? Look at, that's where I've been going. Remember the text. What, what are we, where are we going to read now? Look what? Look what? Five That's where I've been willing to go all along. Okay. Luke 5 5. Luke 5 5. But Simon answered and said to him, Master, let's all say Master. master. That's, that, that address, okay, that title is important. He didn't say Carpenter. He said, Oh, bro. A <laughs> mate. Master. Master. I recognize the angle from which you are coming. There's something you know I may not know. There's there's a a height you may be operating from which is different from what I'm familiar with. That is why it's very important when you are dealing with a pastor, deal with him like a pastor. You may know him in a sense. Maybe he's your brother. He's your sister. Well, Paul was preaching and someone was sleeping. Now, guess what happened? (laughs) I grew up, I realized why it's good sometimes to keep the clergyman out in a certain way, away from people, for the people's own health and safety. Because sometimes they can be over familiar with the clergyman at their own expense. Because I issued, most of the, I issued decrees, declarations, but it's not everybody who receives it. Yeah. Because some people have heard too many things about some other pastors or some churches. And they're, they're, some of them, they know too much Bible. Like Martha, they are Martha. They know too much Bible. So when you say it, okay, normally you say it. Anyway, that's, that's how they always say it. <laughs> when Jesus addressed, spoke to them, Simon said, Master. He didn't say, bro. Master. He recognized who was talking to him. And so he shifted to the man's authority. So he said, "Okay, I know you are operating from an angle of power and an angle of authority. That's where he aligned. That's how you see. When you come here, so if anyone, let's say is like standing here, or Ebenezer, or uh, any of the pastors stand here, they are standing here under the authority. They are my anointing. Yes. So when they issue something, doesn't matter how well you know them, drop that and receive that in the name of an, someone authorized. Yes. That's what I'm saying. It, this is how things work." And that's the realm of faith, how it works. The realm of faith only considers the word that being spoken. And all other things, that is not, irrelevant. The word, the word. Bible says that, <laughs> listen, in 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 17, He says that, let those who, the elders that rule well, be counted worthy of double honor. But he didn't end it there. 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 17. He didn't end it. Do you know what he said as well? He said that, especially... Especially those who labor in the word and doctrine. So, when you labor in the word and doctrine, it boosts your rating before heaven. Mm. The value of a man of God has a lot to do with the word, the word, the word, the word in his spirit, the word of God. Not his suit, Mm. not his tie, not her shoes not a hairstyle. Those things, anyone at all can do it. But as for the word, it must be given to you. You go for it, labor in it and let God speak through you. So that when you listen to a man of God, what you are looking for is the word in his mouth. You go and say, God, put your word in his mouth for me. That's so why when we come to church, you say, God, give me a word today through your servant. Speak through your servant to me. And then when the servant of God begins to speak, you are ready because you are looking for a word because God can help you answer the word. And it takes the word for your faith to rise. Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing. Now watch this. When these guys look 5-5, Peter said, Master, we have told all night, and caught nothing. I like what he added to. He said, Nevertheless, at your word, at your word, at your word. Did God say, if He said that, it's enough? Run with it. If God said that, it's enough? Run with it. Whatever God has said, in spite of what contrary contra- situations you are seeing, once God has said it, that settles it, run with it. Run with it. Yeah. We have stalled all night. There are negative consciences, but because you have spoken, nevertheless, at your word, at your word, at your word, at your word. Oh, this situation looks so bad. I don't think there's any hope for me. The way my marriage is going, or the way my age, and no no marriage yet, or no child yet, and no job yet, and I don't have a certificate, I don't have a a, a tracylicate, I don't have a, a, you know. (laughs) I don't have, I don't have, I don't have, I don't have. There is something you always not have. There is something you will always not have. Definitely. Because human beings are restricted and limited. But go for his word. When you have the word, Bible says that his grace is sufficient, his word is enough. Shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Quickly, how do you receive the word? Let me take the next, um, let me do this in five minutes. Is that okay? Quickly. Number one. So how do you get tap into a word that will change your story? A word that will raise your faith level. A word that will strengthen your faith. Number one, ask the Holy Spirit for a revelation. You always have to ask. You have to inquire. Holy Spirit, I need a word from you. I need a word from you. I need to hear from you. And Jesus said, I have a lot of things to tell you, but you can't take it. But when the Holy Spirit comes, he will reveal these things to you. So don't, 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 first of all, don't be going for, looking for a man or a human being to say something to you. Look for the Holy, ask the Holy Spirit to speak through his servants to you. Oh, there have been so many times, several times, God has given me a word for certain people. I've called them out and I'm going to speak to them and I tell them things. That some of them sometimes they begin to cry, or sometimes they begin to say, Yes, yes, I'm telling them things which I just know I'm receiving from above, but I don't know a clue, I don't understand what I'm telling them. You know, some I'm saying, yeah. I don't understand what I'm telling them. And I what recently one of the assistants God gave me a word for her, and I was telling her A, a B, C, A, B, C. D. Then when we closed it, I came and told me, I said, What was going on? He said, Pastor, this I said, Really, wow, I didn't have a clue, God. In fact, very interesting. One of the brothers, uh, interesting, he's not here today. He told me he was going to be here in church. Um, Last, just during the week, I think Thursday or so, I I, I called him out and told him that he's a professional. He's doing a good job. But I told him that I see him going to do well in real estate. Mm. See him in real estate and God is going to bless him through real estate. Then he was shaking his head. Me later on, I didn't know. I didn't bother. Yeah, that's what God was saying. So I didn't know what... this. uh, uh, Deliberations or conversations or prayers is made, you know, conversations he's had with God or his plan. I didn't know. I knew, one thing I know he said, and I say it. So when we, we close later, I'm having a chat with him. He said, Pastor, what you said, what you said is serious. Because after that saving, because I am not happy. No, the job is good, but I feel this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. And I'm moving. My plan is to move into real estate. And I started saving a lot of money towards that. I said, "Really? I, how would I have known that?" You understand? So when the word is, when you ask God, God give me a word. He will give you a word which you. What I'm saying now, the message I'm preaching now, some people understand it better than some others. Yes. Because some people, eh, it's one of the messages. Sermon, they call it sermon. A sermon in church. Yes, yeah, sermon in church. Sermon in church. Faith sermon. 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 Faith seminar. Sermon for faith seminar you know, yeah, to just, yeah, we have to come and listen to and Or uh, well, if you don't come, someone will ask you, why didn't you come? Oh, where were you? And just enough of that. So let me just sit down. Yeah, just say, oh, yeah, 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 speak, speak. I'm listening. I I pastor will I say, say some funny things. We laugh and then, oh, yeah, just speak, speak. But they have come to hear. I uh, was addressed to yesterday. Someone sent me a message. I think this morning or yesterday, Pastor, I think, the person said, I think, if I'm not wrong, this was my best faith seminar message wow. yesterday. Now, I know the person is right, but that was not the best faith seminar message because it depends on where you are and what you are hearing at that time. Yeah. 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 Meanwhile, maybe the previous one was so good for her or so good for him. But this one has taken, because of where you stand, it's really, you see, when God speaks to you when you are ready for him yeah. and he tells you, take a, st- a step A, you take the step A, it makes it easier for step B to even make more sense to you yeah. or instruction B. You know, so, we are all hearing what I'm saying, but not all of us are getting it at the same level. Some people, it may take five years of the same thing. Some people, it will take five months. Others, they got it too much. Some people, you know you can preach a message as a man of God, and someone will get the message more than even what you are saying. It's Holy Ghost. And you offer, so, how do you receive? Someone say, help me, Lord. Help me, Lord say, Holy Spirit, I want to receive you. This is how, you, the attitude. Mm. This is the I attitude. Every time we're about to listen to the word, we come to church, praise God, I need a word from you. Yeah. Yes. I need a word from you. You must desire it and ask the Holy Spirit. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 13, it says that, verse 12, 13, yeah, 11, 12, 13, it yeah, yeah, talks about the deep things of God. We, we, the Holy Spirit reveals these things to us, given to us by the Holy Spirit. The wisdom of God given to us. This wisdom we speak in, uh, this words we speak in uh, wisdom that, not the world's wisdom, but the, so these things we speak, not in words which man's wisdom teach, but which the Holy Ghost teaches, comparing spiritual things with. But when you read from verse 11, it talks about how the Holy Spirit is the chief agent to communicate, to transfer the things of God, the deep things of God to us. For no man knows the things that are uh, uh, things of a man except the spirit of a man which is in him. Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. Verse 12, it says that now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit of God, uh, the spirit is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us. When Peter tells Jesus in Matthew chapter another one is coming Matthew chapter 16 verse 16 is it interesting when, said, when Peter told Jesus in Matthew 16 16 he says that you are the Christ the son of the living God Jesus said flesh and blood has not revealed this to you but by my father who is in heaven so it's spiritually re- received hallelujah so if you sit here like Martha based on what you know, yeah, this is one of the things I know. I'm hearing, I'm hearing, I'm hearing. You may miss it, and you tell the master, we have taught all night, and we have caught nothing. Show us something else. <laughs> I want something new. This one, I've done it over and over. I want something new. There's nothing new under the sun. Yeah. Someone shout hallelujah. And then number two. So number one, ask the Holy Spirit. Number two, I like that. Hear, hear and keep hearing. Hear and keep hearing. Let's all say, "Hear and keep hearing. Hear, keep hearing." Romans ten seventeen. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing. Okay. So Romans ten seventeen. It says that. Let's already have from the screen. Let's read out loud. Let's go. So faith comes by hearing. And, and hearing by the word. All right. So not one hearing. You have to keep hearing. Keep hearing. In 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 Acts chapter fourteen verse verse eight and nine when Paul was preaching and in this verse man uh, uh, this man verse nine said this man heard Paul speaking it's what you hear that defines the kind of faith that comes in your heart so you have to keep hearing now watch this there's a strong thing I discovered when I was studying my bible in this text did you realize that bible said you know that's why I showed you in verse seven what were they preaching they were preaching the gospel the good news all right so they went to, the, they went to uh, Lystra and they were preaching the gospel. They, they were preaching what? The gospel. The gospel. The basic minimum or understanding of the gospel. Christ died for us. He was resurrected. And um, he, he, Christ died for our sins. He was buried and resurrected. And when we believe in him. That's the basic. So the are no Watch this. I'm going somewhere with this and I'll end with that. There are no. It's, it, he wasn't preaching on prosperity. He wasn't preaching on marriage. He wasn't preaching on healing. He was preaching the basic gospel but the man had faith to be healed. Get it. He was preaching the pure word. Once the word is preached, whatever you are looking for, you don't need to hear on you don't need to hear preaching on marriage. You don't need to hear I'm not saying it's unnecessary. It may not we may be preaching on uh, investment. We may be preaching on fasting. And yet, you will receive a revelation and a miracle, faith for marriage in it. We may be preaching and teaching on, on fasting, and you will receive a miracle, or a revelation, a faith to, receive, to become, for your financial status, for your millionaire status to come to reality. He was just preaching, and the man had faith to be healed when he was hearing the preaching. Wow. Wow. So, just the word of God is enough right. to bring the faith required for what you need. The word of God. Amen. Because the word of God is all inclusive. It's comprehensive and it's holistic. Yeah. Any, any scripture in the Bible can point, or it always points to Christ. Yeah. And so every other thing in Christ that you need in Christ, one, every, one scripture can, can release it. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, did someone get what I'm saying? Yeah. So important. Pastor, when I saw it, I said, wow. Yeah. Just a few days ago when I was studying. I said, wow. So Paul was just preaching and the man hearing Paul preach had faith to be healed. He had faith to be healed. But it wasn't Bible study he was preaching on healing. Mm. The gospel. Someone is receiving your miracle. You have faith to do things. Have faith for a new job. Have faith for your business. Have faith for your financial state to change. Have faith for your health, Have for your healing. Have faith for your marital breakthrough, your family peace. Have faith for, 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 for ministry. Have faith for gifts. Have faith for supernatural strength. Have faith for several, everything that you need to do in life. Faith, 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 faith for the Holy Ghost to come upon you. Receive it now in the name of Jesus. And so, faith comes by hearing and hearing. So number two, hear and hear, keep hearing. Amen. Number one, ask the Holy Spirit. It's very important. Number two, hear, please, I'll, I'll, let me end on this. I'll leave the rest. because this is enough. One thing you hear can change so many things. You don't, hear, you don't need to hear everything at once. He said, only speak your word. Just a word. In my servant to be here, don't come to my house. Just speak a word. In John chapter, John chapter 4 verse, verse, verse 40 downwards. Particularly, I think verse 50 something. Um, yeah, 48 to, to verse 50. The, the man whose son was sick at home yeah. and came to Jesus Christ, and Jesus, the noble man, he said, go, your son. And he believed the word. He, the word. he took the word. He took the word. He took the word like that and went. And by the time he got home, he found out the same hour when he said, said, and he believed, that thing happened. Yeah. Only a word is enough for you only a word from god have faith in god faith comes let me in conclusion let me say this listen how do you embrace a word the word of god that the powerful word of god that will change your story number 1 as i said ask the holy spirit number 2 what hear, hear and keep hearing don't say i finished hearing the message when you go home keep playing it Nowadays, I've discovered there are some wise people. They come to church, they use their phones for things like that. Once the message starts, they start recording. When they are going home, they are playing it every time. Be- before it gets ready on iTunes or at all the other platforms, they keep hearing. They keep hearing. They keep. I told you, brothers and sisters, I'm not joking. There's never a time you come around me and you hear something playing. It's my lifestyle because I have to keep hearing because life is grim and life can be very dark. Yeah. So you need to hear the word, keep hearing the word to show you the light and to for light to dawn, you flat light. And you're moving fast. Is someone getting something? Yeah. Saturate your house. The TV, it- it can play some good preachings. Yeah. Some of it, if you can't have good preaching, nowadays the computer, you can go to a place, it's Bible on tape, it's reading Bible. So me, if it's not Bible, in my car right now, it's on, you can only get Bible. Bible will be playing, it will bash you. If you sit in my car, Bible, you hear, and Jesus said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bible. Because faith comes by hearing, and hearing, and hearing. I see someone's story changing. I see someone's story changing. If you are such a one, lift up your hand and shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Did you receive something? Yes. Hallelujah. Come on, let's rise to our feet and we want to pray. Thank you for listening. For more resources, please visit charis.org or call us on 0207-740-9960. God bless you.